Starkey, what's happening tonight? Ah, uh, not much. What's happening with you? Uh, so I get this text today um, from my fiance. She's like, "They're closing the they're closing the Queensland border." Yeah. And so I respond like, "Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how the uh, how the NRL reacts to this and whether they have to react to it." And she's like, "What about my family?" So our we're having a wedding in three and a half weeks, <laughs> just a like a close family wedding. <laughs> and her entire sister's family is meant to be coming down from Brisbane. And, and then, I'm like, your first reaction? Oh, the you? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with the footy? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get in trouble? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, thankfully. Um, uh, okay, that's, you probably yeah. deserve to. Yeah, Blandis is talking up a big game that it's not going to affect the footy. If he's right, he's going to, you know, he's done very well in, in a way because, yeah, it's, I, I feel like it's going to be hard. But What phases that guy? I don't know, like... Yeah, nothing seems to phase him. Yeah, he doesn't smile either, though. He's I'm not sure. At some point, it's all going to go to shit for him. But, yeah, he's, so, definitely, but... he's definitely a bit of a bulldozer. Yeah, interdimensional bureaucrat. Yeah, yeah. Chainsaw cuts through red tape. <laughs> How'd you go on the weekend? Twelve sixty one. I lost my head to head. I'm not going to talk about it this week. Fuck twelve sixty one. Um, you lost. Seems like a good score. Yeah. Uh, basically, Raymond Fatala Mariner can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, he turned up. Like who? Who? Who has Fatala Mariner in their team? Not many people. Yeah, I talked yeah. him up for a little while. He was a good buy like six weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway, I'm up to uh, up to the 15,000s at the moment. How about you? Oh, you're, you're chasing me hard. My season is literally going to shit. Oh, you've had the BMOS thing happen. Oh, my God. I've got the poo touch. Everything I touch is turning to shit. You know, it's yeah. like at the, the reverse, end... Reverse Midas. You know, at the end of like an Indiana Jones movie or like one of those adventure movies where they're in the, like the the ancient cave or whatever it is and everything like starts falling apart. Yeah. Like it's falling down around them and they're like yeah, yeah. They're struggling to, to get out. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my season at the moment. So are you going to make it out alive? I don't think so. Um so I fall I got I scored 1120 and I fell another 2000 spots to 5300. Mhm. Um but yeah, so about two or three weeks ago, I sold Joseph Tarpany and Zach Lomax. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have averaged 80 and 95 since then, respectively. Last week, I bought, you know, my choice was between Cameron Smith and Brett Morris. Mm-hmm. And Cameron Smith scored 110 and Brett Morris scored 27 and got injured. And you can imagine which one I picked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean Johnson, who I don't have, is just like absolutely killing it every week. Uh, it's yeah, it's a disaster. I've got the so, so, so whatever since I tell, you brought it up, yeah, yeah. Sorry, since you brought it up, let's let's talk about the. Uh, I don't know whether to call it the. Uh, let's call it the Lomax Lomax. No, 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 no. The Papin Lomax bet that we have. So you must have felt pretty chuffed Mate. when when Ryan Papenhausen 
punched out 122 points. Got 122, and I was like, fuck this. It wasn't such a bad trade after all. Lomax is going to score a 40 at some point, and like, I'm going to sail off into the sunset. And then what happens? <laughs> 123. You couldn't write it, could you? He scores a fucking 123. <laughs> oh, I was cheering so hard. He had he had the game of his career. His his kick through for himself with that try was amazing. Oh, he's just like if I've got the poo touch, he's got the the minus touch. Like everything he's touching turns to gold. He gets the ball yeah. like six times in a game and scores 120 points. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I, you know, had him from the start and had all those fucking 40s, and now he's just putting up tons for breakfast. Anyway, I'll stop bitching at some point. So yeah, so all right, let's go through uh, let's go through some teams this week and just uh, have a quick chat about anything that, that pops up or anything anything of note. Um, all right, so Thursday night, Dragons Bunnies. Why does everyone want Cameron Murray in their team all of a sudden? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I don't really understand it. How much is Cameron Murray now? He's like 575-ish. Yeah, to me, he hasn't really shown anything all season. His scores have been a bit better the last month. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. What, yeah. Wouldn't you just wait for um, Angus to come back? You'd think so. So, uh, so something, something I'll talk about now, um, I was going to talk about it later, but, like, there's kind of this notion of... of like positions that you got to start sort of shutting off for for players who aren't absolute guns, and the second row just seems to me to be one of those positions. Like, like okay, so I don't have Murray, so I had to look at him this week, but I don't have uh, I don't have M- Madison either, and I'm obviously going to get him in pretty soon. Uh, and I don't have John Bateman, and he's going to be back. And I don't have Jazz, and you know he scored average on the weekend. But I've got high hopes for him. There's not that many positions to, sorry, not that many spots to fill, and a lot of guys sort of vying for those spots. Unless you feel like Cam Murray's going to be a definite one of those guys, I don't know. Like, so he's so a lot of people like him because he's got uh, Bunnies have a good run of games over the next three or four games, right? Yeah. So, okay. Who do they play? The Eels, uh, so they got the Dragons this week and then the Broncos and then North Queensland. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a great draw. It's good, right? Yeah. Now, but, yeah. but Madison's dropped 60K or something like that because of his HIA game. Now, the chat is that he probably won't play this week, but if he does, I'd rather play, pay the premium for Madison knowing that he is a season-long keeper. And yeah, he'll probably be cheaper next uh, next week because he has a hundred and twenty seven point break even. But he's playing the Bulldogs, you know. He could score a try or two. Um, I suppose Murray's a hundred k cheaper, and you know he's not. He's not. He's like seventy k cheaper. Okay, so the Madison's down to like six fifty, is he? Six forty three. Yeah, and going to be cheaper again next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, still like. I suppose if you're looking, like maybe you could get two semi keepers in your team instead of one. I could, I could understand it, I guess. But yeah, I, I'm with you that I haven't seen enough from him this season to think he's in the top five second rounds. 
Yeah. And and Madison, if as I said, if he's fit and we don't know yet, has dogs, sharks, dragons. Like that's just as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is good. That's just as good. And during the head to head finals, he's got the Warriors and the Broncos. So, I don't know. For me, like I, I kind of understand where people are coming from, but unless unless their secondary is really thin at the moment, I can't I can't see the see the Cam Murray love. Um, so I bought Bailey Sirinan last week. Um, he only punched out a forty three. But he, he spent some time in centers. Yeah, he spent some time centers, in the centers. He spent some time in the centers. Did end up playing eighty minutes as a result. Um, I thought he was fine. I thought he was good. Yeah. Um, the other the other options being Talakai and Orbo scored about the same. Yeah, they were fifty grand cheaper, but uh, he's got much better job security. He does, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, for the Dragons, uh, Hunt back to the halves. Uh, oh, so that's the other thing that I had the fucking poo touch on last week. Yeah, I got, I brought in yeah. Ben Hunt, and yeah. twenty minutes in, Clune gets. It's HIA, and now he's back in the halves, and I've got to get rid of him. Mm, mm. So yeah, just everything's turning yeah, to shit. But anyway, um, sorry. Sucks. On the on the Rabbitohs, mm. two things. So Jackson Paul is about to play his third game. Yep. Uh, so a lot of people are bringing him in, which mm-hmm. makes a fair amount of sense to me because all their injuries are all long term, right? Yes. Um. So if you need a cheapie in the backs, absolutely, and they've got a good mm-hmm. run. Yep. Latrell is back at 450k. Yeah, have you still got him? I still have him. Yeah, all right. Uh, now, a warning to anyone that doesn't have him, if you're thinking about bringing him in, fuck, he's frustrating Don't. to own. <laughs> yeah. He just stands around and does nothing. And you're yeah. literally banking on him. Like, So if he has one big play, he'll score like 40 or 50. And if he has two, he'll score like 60 or 70. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. And if he has none, he'll score twenty. Yeah. And you and he literally, yeah, he gets the ball about four times in the entire game and has to do something amazing, one or two out of those four times in order to score anything decent. Yeah, and this back line is is sort of starting to fall to pieces a little bit. So, but unless it's unless it's him and Cody Walker or him and Adam Reynolds or him and Damian Cook creating something, there's not much going on there. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of looked interesting for a couple of weeks, before, like in the maybe two weeks before he got suspended. And I really thought he was about to like turn a corner and then he went back to absolute bullshit. How much of bringing Luttrell in was you trying to go back to the future to 2019 when you should have bought Luttrell in? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. I just thought this guy's ready to go on a run and I was wrong about everything. Yeah. Been wrong about everything. I really thought he was going to sort of step up his game. His fitness was coming back. He was going to get more involved, mm-hmm. and then he just went to like absolutely standing around. Yeah, again, yeah. it's very frustrating. But having yeah. said that, he can go big. Does have a good draw. You know, mm-hmm. not the worst trade. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a frustrating own. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next game: Tigers Warriors. Um, so. Have you have you seen the news? Eliasa Katoa cannot go back to New Zealand. What do you mean? At the end of the season, he cannot return to New Zealand because he isn't actually a Kiwi citizen. 
even though he's lived there for years and his entire family is there and his home is there. What, so he's like a Tongan citizen or something? No, he's an Australian citizen. I think he's an Australian citizen, but he hasn't lived in Australia for, I don't know, how long. Wow. Okay. So, so he's just like, he's he's getting Robinson crusoe by the New Zealand government. <laughs> Surely they'll figure something out. You'd hope so. Um, yeah, so Jazz only played about 50 minutes, didn't do much, but I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on him. Um, that was against the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still, still think still at 510k that he's pretty, he's, he's a pretty good buyer. Yeah, um, yeah I, I tend to agree. His minutes are sort of going up. I think they'll sort of keep going up to about 60 minutes, at which point he'll be a very good Supercoach player. Mm-hmm. Certain amount of risk with it, and the, the Warriors are pretty bad at the moment. But um, yeah. yeah, I still think he's a pretty good buy. I'm, he's on my radar for this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tigers get Alex Twole back. Uh, I don't, if you know, if you've held him for this long, great. But not many people would have. Can I sing a song for Sean Blore, please? You want to sing a song for him? Uh, just. Well, I know, not actually sing a song. I just, I love what I saw out of this guy last week. He looks fantastic. Everyone's been raving about him. I, I thought, like, I thought he was just okay. Really? Yeah. He's, a, he's massive. He's a big he, guy. He's he, got big legs. He made Nathan Brown look like a Noompa Loompa. He actually reminds me a bit of um, Katoa from the, on the other side of the field. Similar oh, really? kind of player. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought he looked good, but he didn't. He didn't, you know, blow my mind. I like the way he sort of stood up to to Nathan Brown, who was being such a fucking asshole. Yeah, but but even so, just like his his carries and his tackles were solid. He was and he, and his work rate was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, there's there's not that much else going on in that game. Novo is just continuing to be ridiculous. Okay, so Novo is a guy that I'm selling. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm not actually selling him because I don't have him, but uh, I don't think I'm going to buy Nova. I don't think I'm going to either, but I mean, that's only because all the top teams have him and he actually does have quite a hard run coming up. Very difficult, um, very difficult. But his and base is just so good. His base is so good. He's not. Gonna, he's still probably going to be a top four center Um over the last sort of, you know, eight weeks of the season. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, feel like I, I should invest that money somewhere else, 600K somewhere else. Yeah, well, I invested 720K in the centre, <laughs> who scored 27 points. Um, Nofa would never do that to you. No, he would never do that. And he's got better hair. Next game is the... Awful, awful Broncos versus the Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darius goes back to fullback. Uh, Stags is back. He was back last week, right? Yeah. So Sean so, Johnson. Yeah, what about he him? He's just on fire. He's got good hair as well. <laughs> if you don't own Sean Johnson, you just got to get him in. Not owning him is like torture. Yeah. And. Yeah, he just looks so good at the moment. He's just, you know, he's just putting people in holes. And now um, with the chat out, maybe even more ball comes his way. Uh, 
perhaps, yeah. And he's got the Broncos and Titans in two out of the next three games. Yep. I mean, their, their draw has just been ridiculous all season. So, yep. yeah. If you've... We, said that, we said that early in the season, which was... Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is why, why we, got, we got him in. So, last week, I think, it was last week or week, week before, even at his price, he said Sione Katoa was potentially a buy. He's now down to 489,000, and he's uh, first or second in try scoring and still in the top four or five centers. At that price, at that price, I think he's a definite buy. He's a steal. So yeah. I'm I'm 1,000 short of doing BMOS to Katoa and Ben Hunt to Short John. Ooh. And it makes me sad. Who would you get this week between Katoa and Sebo? Or Latrell? Personally, I'd probably get Sebo. I think I would too. I think I rate them Sebo, Katoa, Latrell. Yeah, yeah, I would tend to agree with you. Now, that, that's also their. That's also their order of pricing as well so it is Sivo is. is a $50,000 premium he is but yeah I think and, and Sivo's still got a break even of 90 but could mm-hmm. potentially smash that this week um, yeah. they have a very easy game as well against the Bulldogs they do Payne Haas is potentially injured there has been some talk about that I mean he's been named yep uh it's going to be problematic for me if he doesn't play because... Me too. I've got no cover. So I, I'm I'm hoping, and if, if he is fit, I'm hoping to ride Haas and Carrigan in, into the sunset of the 2020 season. Yeah, absolutely. Not, bring, absolutely. not bring in any other uh, front rowers. No. Yeah, totally agree. Although there is one guy I want to talk about a bit later on in the front okay. row. Yeah, so that, that game is going to be an absolute flogging. Yeah. So the Sharks have been defending very poorly, but also attacking beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, their attacking game, again, all through Sean Johnson just looks amazing. So I can see them putting 40 to 50 points on the on the, on the bombs. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, on to Roosters Titans. Now, this week, which time do, which side does Ikevalu play on? Yeah, I'm, I mean, you'd think he's back on the right. Who even knows anymore? Who even knows anymore? The right didn't get any ball last week anyway, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the Roosters so, yeah. in general were awful. They were, they were. Surely they're yeah, better actually, this week. But. Well, actually, so, uh, yeah, I did bring in Cam Smith, but I VC'd him. So, you know how, like, most of this year there's only been, like, kind of one scoring update? Yeah. So he had two. Oh, did he, go, he got, did he go back down? No, he went up, down, up. He, he he finished the game on like close to 110. I think it was 108 or something like that. And then went down to like a 95 or something like that and then came back up. Great. And came back up. And yeah, the guy I played, because the guy I played had Madison and I didn't, he swapped his captain from Teddy, who we both had it on, to Camp Smith. That ended up being the difference between him winning, uh, me winning and losing. So you didn't loop Smith in the end. I didn't loop Smith in the end. Uh, had I looped Smith, I would have won. Oh. But again, like when 
when Teddy's game was coming up, I think Smith was still on his like nineties score. Yeah, right. And yeah, anyway, and that's actually something I want to talk a little bit about later, um, to do with looping as well. We'll come to it. So this Titans team, uh, nothing really happening there. Still no Bo Firma. Still no Bo Firma. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Cowboys Raiders. Yeah, a few interesting things in the, particularly for the Raiders. Yeah, Jordan Rapana, quarter of a mil. Yeah, is he two fifty now? Is he? Yeah, I think so. He's playing at fullback. Apparently, the injury to Glockstad isn't that bad, and he's only out for a few weeks. But even still, um, yeah. And is it Against semi Cowboys, semi Bellamy's yeah. third game or fourth game or how many games has he had? I think it's his third game, but his base is really low. Yeah, really, really low. So um, we'll see. Bateman straight into straight into the starting side. Yes, Bateman straight into the starting side. It'll be very interesting to see how it goes. Well, what I find quite interesting is um, they've got Bateman and Whitehead um, as the starting back rowers, and you'd both expect them both to play eighty minutes. So I'm wondering where uh, CHN is going to play. Yeah, there's a lot of back rowers just in that team now. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see how the minutes go. Yeah, not exactly. There's no... Yeah, it's kind of like no front rowers. Kind of looks like Tarpany's going to play in the front row, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Maybe Tarpany and Sutton play in the front row. Yep. Uh, Cowboys, can't wait to get Cohen Hess out of my team. Can I, oh, my God. Oh, I got rid of him last week, but yeah. Again, had I done my... Uh, had I done my, what's his name, Stephen Crichton trade last week, I would have won this week. Just one trade, still. Anyway, mustard. Bayan Assi is is out now. Is he I'm injured? Current, uh, I think so. Yes. Right. The yeah, colonel. So he's out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, pretty sound there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Josh McGuire is out with a judiciary thing from memory. Yes, yes, he's out. Jordan McLean but comes th- back. Good for good I for th- Francis Moller. Yeah, yeah. So, so Maguire and TPJ are the two sort of front row, second row switches that might be worth getting into your team just for cover late in the season. It seems like Fisher Harris maybe, but he's not going. Fisher Harris well. has gone off the boil. Yeah, yeah, he's gone off the boil a bit. All right, um, Manly and Penrith. Manly team is. Pretty looks pretty normal. I don't have a single manly player in my team. They're a bit of a super coach wasteland at the moment. At the moment, but it won't be for very long. Oh, um, your boy, Tommy T. Yeah, yeah, and I'll come to that a little, little bit later as well. And then Panthers. Um, so obviously, um, Kikau was a late withdrawal last week. Um, but he looks like he's back in the team. Quite uh, still going great. Yeah, Coruscant is in the extended bench, but not expected to play. Oh, yeah, he's too sneaky. As is as is uh, old boy Charlie Staines. Charlie Staines, he's uh, had his jaw unlocked. <laughs> yeah, ready to so. go. All right, uh, dogs eels. Uh, I proposed. Uh, I'm supposed to be a Dragons fan. I didn't know that Tim Lafay got released back to the Bulldogs. 
I don't think I knew that either. Yeah. Just He's just straight into that team. Wow. In. Yeah, okay. I mean, it makes sense. The Bulldogs outside backs are absolute shit. Yeah. Uh, and he's a pretty good player. He's, he's a first-grade player, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he actually makes that team look stronger. He does, yeah. Yeah, we already talked about Sevo. Like, great time to get Sevo in. I kind of I had this round earmarked for Sevo for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's probably maybe the buy of the week. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, I'm 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 gonna hold off a trade until late this week to see if Madison does play. I will get him in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. And then Storm Knights. Uh, so the Storm team has had a few injuries to the backs, um, but they've they, they've still got a reasonable team there, or a reasonable backline, I should say. And Knights, yeah, Knights, the Knights have lost a bunch of uh, hookers. So Chris yes. Randall is starting. Yeah. If Chris Randall has a really good game this week, then do you make room for him in your team next week? Because he's a he's rookie priced. And I think he's got something like 77 or something like that in his first game. Yeah, he had a big game. Yeah. I'm one of the few dickheads that doesn't have two quality hookers at the moment. I've got... And that's a good thing for you. I've got old mate Billy Walters yeah, up there at the that's moment. Who's, who's, yeah, it'd be a good time to trade him out. Uh, I'd still rather trade up if I can. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, potentially he's got... Yeah, plenty of job security and basically got the spot for the rest of the year because who else is there? Unless he goes mm. really poorly and they bring in Kurt Mann or something. It looks like Kurt Mann will probably go to hooker at some some point during the game and Phoenix Crossland will come into the halves. Yep. So we'll have to wait and see what his minutes look like. All right. And I just want to finish this um, this team thing by having a little bit of a talk about Kalen Ponger. Sure. So, Ponga scored 60-something on the weekend, looked fine. Uh, and for for his price and average points for the season, he is a screaming buy. Absolutely. Agree. Apart from the fact that he's playing the Storm. Apart from the fact, yeah. yeah I'd, probably, I'd probably wait one more, at least one more week. Yeah, yeah. He did score pretty well against them um, earlier in the year. And he's got one of those sort of back and forth um, draws where it's like sort of hard team, easy team, hard team, easy team. Um, but he does end the season pretty reasonably. Pretty reasonably, he's got sharks, then the roosters, then the dragons, then the titans in round twenty. So I'd say probably at least two of those games are going to be worthwhile. But most people have um, Teddy, mm-hmm. and if Turbo comes back uh, in time for at least the head-to-head finals, um, he finishes with Tigers, then Bulldogs, then Titans, then Warriors. Yeah, I think Turbo is a must-have uh, if he comes back healthy in time for those finals. Agree. Yeah. So for that reason, I, I don't think I think I have to pass on Ponga. I think I have to pass on him because he, he's his run, his run over the next sort of three or four weeks is 
okay without being great. And I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make a heap of money, but even if he does, like I'm going to have to waste another trade to get him out and Turbo in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Turbo's a bit of a big risk at the moment. Like, who knows what's going to happen with that hamstring injury? I'm not mm. confident that Turbo actually comes back mm. anytime soon, anyway. And Ponga just, he does score points very easily. Like, that was a raining, wet game where Newcastle were terrible for most of that game and scored very few points. And he just still somehow scored like 60 odd. Yeah. Without really doing anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to get Ponger. Who, who's your second fullback at the moment? Uh, the Hammer. Right, right. So next week, a Hammer to Ponger trade wouldn't be, wouldn't be bad for you. Yeah. Hammer's probably going to max out next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I understand the point, but I think Ponger does have a pretty good run between about round 14 and 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. So you could use him as a sort of interim and see how Turbo's form is when he, get, when he gets back and then jump on Turbo for the ride home. Yep. Captains and vice captains. So we had a chat a few weeks ago about looping and which players you got to put where and what you got to be careful for when you prepare for the loop. Um, yep. But, you know, I, I had the situation on the weekend where um, I had the vice-captain on Cam Smith and obviously Teddy's game was coming up and I decided not to loop. And often, you know, your weekends get busy and things come up and you don't have time to sit down and calculate and do heaps of calculations about, what, about whether you should loop or you shouldn't loop or whatever. So I was thinking going, for the, going through the rest of the season – what's going to be my sort of shorthand method of deciding when to loop and when not to loop. Okay. And I think it's got, it's got to do with obviously uh, what you think your captain's going to score. So Teddy's been a fantastic captain option for most of the year. um, But obviously he's going to score a lot better against the Titans than he would against the storm. Right. Sure. So you can't just say you can't just say I'm gonna you know Teddy's averaging a hundred I'm gonna assume he scores a hundred week in week out because that's his average score. Um, no. I think it's gonna be a little bit more nuanced than that. But you would have thought he would have turned up against fucking Warriors last week. Right, 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 right. Um, so, so I think uh, I've been thinking about it a little bit, and I reckon forty points uh, is my sort of. Is my benchmark for the rest of the season. So what do you mean whatever, by forty points? Right. So whatever my vice captain scores, I would look at my upcoming captain and say, if I think he's going to score within forty points of uh, of my vice captain, then I won't loop. And if I think he's going to score short of forty points from my vice captain, then I will loop. Does that make sense? So give me an example. All right. So Cam Smith scored about 110, right? Yep. If uh, if the Roosters were playing, um, you know, a, a good defensive team, yep. and I thought Teddy was going to score 60, yeah. 
then that's a 50-point difference. And in that situation, I would loop Cam Smith. Yeah, okay. But if you think, if you actually think Teddy's going to score 60, then you should be captaining someone else. In the first place. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's so, fine. Well, so you should be able okay. to find someone that's going to score at least 70. All right, all right. Let's, okay. Well, let's say Cam Smith actually scores 140, right? Yeah. And and I'm like, okay, Teddy's got a pretty reasonable game. I think he's going to score 90. In that case, I would I would obviously still loop Cam Smith. Yeah, agree. Yep. If I think Teddy's got 110 in him or 105, I don't loop. And yeah, the, I think that's the, probably about right. The problem, yeah, yeah. the problem with Teddy is that, sure, if he's playing the Storm or if he's playing the Raiders, then you know you can say maybe it's unlikely that he's going to score more than say a hundred. Like somewhere between mm-hmm. sixty and hundred is probably right for him with an average of eighty against really good teams. The problem mm-hmm. with Teddy is against the bad teams, he could score anywhere up to two hundred. So, yeah. you know, even if you get a score like a Cam Smith that scores one hundred and twenty, let's say. It's terrifying, you know, looping Cam Smith for 120, which works out probably to about 100 once you've taken into account your AE, and then mm-hmm. thinking about Teddy scoring 200. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you would have done very well last week, given what happened, and it was that was very unusual. But it's, it's just a hard thing to pull the trigger on because Teddy had been averaging over 100. It you know? is very hard. And he was He's playing right. a weak team. And obviously, vice captain and captain, you know, usually, obviously, your captain's gonna, you're gonna expect your captain to score more than your vice. But sometimes it just comes down to the timing of the games more than anything. Like you might even, you might even think your vice captain is gonna score more than your captain. But you know, let's say they're playing the first game, you don't want to throw all your eggs in one basket, so you put the VC on on that guy. I don't know. I just wonder, kind of. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, a more sort of potent way of deciding um, when to use that loop. Because I actually haven't looped all year. I don't think. Yeah, I think. I mean, often, often the case is points in the bank is, you know, is better. Sometimes I think if you can, if you do get like 120 score as your vice captain, you should just loop. Mm. Um, regardless, but, but would you would you have looped regardless last week if your vice captain scored one hundred and twenty? Not against that Warriors team. Yeah, exactly. But if it had been a sort of a slightly better team, I probably would have. Mm. Like a kind of mid-table team, I would have. But no, not against a bottom four team. Yeah. Um, the Warriors defense actually hasn't been all that bad this year, but they've had a couple of bad games. The the Storm put a big score on them. Yeah, it seems like even even the, the Titans have had some games where they kept teams to pretty low scores. The only team that reliably gives up a lot of points now is the Broncos. Yeah, that's true. And we didn't talk about all the options this week, but Sean Johnson just looks like a no-brainer for vice-captain. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Or even, or even your buddy Katoa. Uh, I think Johnson's actually like Johnson can consistently outscores 
Katoa, even when Katoa scores tries. Yeah, yeah. I think the only time he hasn't was the week that Katoa got a hat-trick. Yeah, agree. So, yeah, basically Johnson. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to get him into my team. I'm going to have to find a way. I want to talk about someone that I kind of alluded to when we're going through the team lists. Uh-huh. A guy that has gone from absolute super coach irrelevance into relevance. And to be honest, I have to say I dropped the ball on this one. I I have, like, he's so irrelevant and he has been so relevant for so long, I completely missed the fact that his form has turned around. Uh-huh. Who do you Who's think that? it is? Uh, I've, I've got no idea. Do you want to give me a clue? He's a prop. Um, you might have missed it as well. Josh Papali? No. This guy, literally, I, I'm like, Papali's been relevant. This guy has been irrelevant forever. He's never been super coach relevant. Uh, when I read you the I figures, you, I reckon you missed it too. When I read you the figures, it's going to blow your mind. Okay, hear me. Regan Campbell Gillard. Yeah. Listen to this. Yeah. So over the over the first what six rounds mm-hmm. of the season, he was averaging forty two point five, right? And yep. his his minutes were sort of around between forty five and fifty, which mm-hmm. is exactly what you kind of expect from him after what we've seen in the last whatever six years of his career, right? Yep. Since then, so since round. Oh, since round seven, mm-hmm. his scores have been 91, 64, 77, 82, and 106. And his minutes... He scored a try last week. scored yeah. a try last week. But his minutes have been 74, 57, 63, 80, and 68. So his 80. minutes have almost yeah. like... He's now averaging about 65 to 70 minutes a game. His minutes have just increased by 20 minutes a game for no apparent reason. That, that is quite impressive. It's and, insane. He's now 590k. Yeah, right. And there was one game that, that Junior Paulo had a, had a short game because he had to come off. But besides that, he's been around as well. Yeah. So who's, so, uh, who's getting fewer minutes as a result? I don't, well, I don't know. Nathan Brown, maybe maybe it is Paulo. Nathan Brown played almost the whole game last week and Campbell Gillard still played 68 minutes. Yeah, okay. And he did it in a in one stretch. He didn't go off until the 68th minute, as far as I can tell. Right. So he's developed a motor somehow. That's really interesting. Uh, how much did you say he was? He's now 590k because he's been scoring that well. Mm. But, yeah, I mean... If Payne Haas is injured and you need a prop, then he could be the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like it quite a lot. And he's obviously still got this very easy draw. And, and the dogs dogs give up a lot of points to front rowers. I don't, I, I'm not sure whether that's through tries or just increased sort of middle third play. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's a really good pickup. I don't... Yeah, I mean... Look, I'm not sure that the draw actually helps him. Like, I know he scored that, like, barnstorming my way try last week, but mm-hmm. uh, that's, I can basically, I'll bet you right now that that's not going to happen again. Yep. Um, so I'm not sure that the draw actually helps him, but in any case, he's getting 
he's getting huge minutes and any prop that gets that those kind of minutes is, is worth having. And his work rate's been really good too. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I I I can I have to say I'd completely missed that run until Gus Gould was just going on and on and on about him during the game last week and it took took Gus Gould to point out how his minutes have improved, which is bad super coaching. Yeah. For me. But as yeah. I say, it's because the guy's been so irrelevant for so long, I just just wasn't looking there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What are your trades this week? I'm trying to work out a way to get Sean Johnson in. But I also, so, so to me, the, the two trades that I want to make are Johnson and Sevo. And mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't do both of them. Um, yeah. So it's going to be some, like one or the other. If you get Johnson in, who's your worst playing center? Bradman Best. Yeah, right. Okay. So if I get Johnson in, I'll have to do. Uh, I'm gonna have to do a trade down somewhere. So like a, a Josh Kerr to enough, or um, I Mate, can still I get Bailey Bailey Sirinin in potentially. Right. Someone like that. Whereas if I got Sevo, I think I can get a, maybe a Jazz Devanga as well. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, but Ben Hunt's got to go for me. That's been a disaster, and and Brett Morris has also got to go. It might be time for Dane Laurie. Yeah, for Josh Kerr. The problem I would like to do that, but but I've got to really I've got to get rid of both Ben Hunt and um and Brett Morris because mm. they're just too much cash sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, mind you, Kerr has a big break even this week as well. Yeah, he does. Hmm. What about you? What are you doing? I uh, it'll depend. It'll depend on what happens uh, in the later games. I think I'm either going to do Kerr down to Dane Laurie and Hess up to Madison if Madison plays. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I have no idea. Interesting. All right. All right. Well. Good luck this week. Um, Hope Zach Lomax outscores Pappenhausen again. And could he just please have a quiet game? Everything, everything is just so painful at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts everywhere, doesn't it, Costa? Everything hurts everywhere. I was having such a good season. Oh, man. All right, all right. Take care. See ya. Bye.